bless your name. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be here again on Saturday night for our service. And we appreciate the Lord so much for this opportunity that we have. <clears throat> we are glad for those of you that are here. And we always welcome those that are joining us remotely. And we trust that tonight's service will be a tremendous blessing to every one of us. Um, <clears throat> before, we, uh, before we pray tonight, uh, most of you are aware that Sister Singing is not well. Uh, she had a little mishap and uh, she's at home. And uh, probably she'll be at home for a while because uh, it's, um, it's required for her to, to rest and get herself looked after. Uh, that chair is empty tonight and she is missed when she's not here, isn't she? And then that chair is empty across here as well. His brother Singh's not here. He's with her tonight and, and uh, he is missed tremendously when he's not here. Uh, we are so blessed to be under his ministry. And Sister Singh has been a real support to him uh, for many, many years. And uh, he has been uh, led by God and, and uh, anointed by God and, and used by the Lord to help so many individuals around the world. And there is much appreciation in our hearts tonight for his ministry and his labor. His shoes are so big, it's hard to fill. And we want to pray for the Lord would touch Sister Singh and heal her body and bring her out again. We want to pray that the Lord would continue to bless her brother Singh. Also, uh, we would like to remember those of not, you not well. We have family, Sister Indira uh, Ramarine's got a sister that's not well. We want to pray for her. And she's in Guyana. And we want to pray for every one of you that uh, is probably listening online and that you're not well. You've got some needs and problems that you would like the Lord to help you with. Well, this is a good time to bring those requests before the Lord. So it is time. Why don't you join with me? Let's all stand and remember uh, these requests before the Lord. Special prayer for sister saying that the Lord would touch her and strengthen her and bring her out as soon as possible. Let's all pray. Father, tonight we thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for your grace that is sufficient to keep us. We have experienced you so tremendously all these years, Father. You have never failed. Family would fail and friends would fail and, and Lord, people that are close to us would fail. But we understand that Jesus never fails. And tonight, Lord, you tell us in your word that we need to bring the sick and our needs before you. And so tonight, remember Sister Singh in that condition. Lord, we know that you're in control of all things. And tonight we pray that you'll reach down your hand of power and healing. Let your mercy reach down, Father, and touch her body. I heal that sickness, O oh Lord, that condition. Lord, that she'll be able to come back out here and be a blessing to this congregation and to those individuals around the world. Remember our pastor as well, Lord. And he's not here tonight, but his spirit is with us. And Lord, we pray that you'll continue to use him and bless him and strengthen him and encourage him. Give him the direction that is needed to lead us on in Jesus. Remember the rest that are not well, sister and dearest sister, and all of your people, Father, wherever they are, we pray, Father, that you'll be merciful and gracious and touch their bodies and fill their needs. Bless our service tonight. We commit our service tomorrow in your hands as well. Thank you for the way you've been helping us, Lord, and all these years that you have been so good to us. We thank you and we appreciate you tonight. 
in Jesus' most precious and wonderful name. Amen and amen. Amen. Can you be seated, please? Uh, before before we, uh, we ask Brother John to get up and, and speak, uh, I'd like to say a few words. And, and because Brother Singh is not here tonight, I'd like to uh, talk to you a little. Uh, we have uh, been dealing quite a bit uh, recently uh, in, in approaching the, uh, the Passover and the Lord's Supper. <clears throat> and uh, a special emphasis is being placed on getting ourselves ready. I believe the title for the last service we had was Examine Yourself. And that was taken from, I think, the first, cha uh, first uh, Corinthians, the 11th chapter, when Paul was uh, writing to the church at Corinth. And, and he wrote, um, and we have gone over this so many times, and we dealt with this scripture extensively. And uh, as a matter of fact, this scripture is covered every time we have communion service. And Paul was writing here in, in 1 Corinthians 11 chapter. He says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. And this is very significant for us to understand that what the Corinthian church received was what the Lord has given to Paul the apostle. And I think it's significant to our assembly as well and those of us that are listening uh, uh, on the air. Uh, what we have received over the years, I believe, without any reservation, that God has given to our pastor. Amen. And he has uh, uh, been faithful enough to take that word of God and break it down and, and dispense it to us. Not everything is, uh, is going to be pleasing to us. It takes uh, fire sometimes to purify gold. And, uh, but his messages and his lessons that he has been given us over the years uh, is meant to change us and to establish us in Christ. And we do appreciate that a whole lot. And uh, to understand that, uh, that we are getting to so close next weekend would be uh, Passover weekend, would be the Lord's Supper. And uh, we need to prepare ourselves. Don't wait till the last minute. I'm sure that we have all made some changes. What I've learned uh, recently to do, and this has been quite for a while, um, Saturday night is church. So what I've decided to do, and that is Saturday, I try to avoid a lot of activities in my life. Uh, uh, going out and, and shopping and, and doing carnal things. Uh, the scripture says the flesh cannot please God. And shopping is not shopping in the spirit. It's a fleshly activity. And no matter what you say, it's a fleshly activity and it's, it's going to cause us to be carnal when it's all over. Uh, but I tried my best to avoid much as possible activities on a church day. Uh, Sundays is a dedicated uh, time when we need to spend most time with the Lord before coming to church. You see, when I spend my time praying at home, and you can spend some time praying at home and seeking the Lord, it is a benefit to the service when we all gather here together. Uh, the band will play, and we appreciate the, the band uh, pl playing for us to worship. That's a very important part of the service, worshiping God. But I can get myself, you see, my church does not my service does not begin when the band starts to play my service begins when i wake up at home 
and I'm out of the bed, the first thing I want to do is to talk to the Lord. And this should be the same attitude of every one of us. The first thing we do is to give thanks to him. Says, Lord, I thank you. Today I can see a new day. Thank you for this day. David says, uh, we thank the Lord for this day that you have created. He says, help us, Lord, to rejoice and to be glad in this day. And so we need to thank the Lord for such a wonderful opportunity we have to be alive and to be healthy. Uh, uh, today and uh, this, these past few weeks, months, uh, there are people around the world that, uh, that uh, are afraid to even go to sleep, not knowing what would happen. Uh, there are kids uh, that, uh, that are being, uh, being tortured and, and, and uh, being uh, uh, in, in fear and worry. Parents are so troubled uh, because of wars and, and disasters that are happening. We take it for granted so often in North America. We're not having it hard. Uh, inflation go up when we complain. But there are coming days that are hard and uh, dark days ahead of us. And this is the reason why more we should try our best to get closer to the Lord. And when our pastor uh, uh, tried to uh, explain to us and, and plead with us uh, to uh, examine our hearts. You see, examining is one thing, is making the change when we realize what's on the inside. And uh, you see, we're coming for communion. You see, communion is not, uh, the Lord's Supper is not, uh, breaking the bread is not the Lord's Supper. It's, it's a difference. Hold your finger here in, in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. And I think uh, I want a scripture that we have dealt with uh, over the years in Matthew, the 26th chapter of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, this is another account of when Jesus was meeting with his disciples and uh, uh, they were uh, uh, breaking bread. Here in, uh, in, in Matthew, the 26th chapter, it says here in verse 26, uh, And uh, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and give it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and give, it, and give thanks and give it to them saying, uh, drink ye all of it. Now when Jesus said, drink ye all of it, he did not mean drink all that was in the cup. Uh, so many uh, uh, organizations take it for granted and, and, and misunderstood what the Lord really said. He didn't mean this to take that cup. I remember when I was growing up as a child, the, the, uh, the church the, uh, near to our school, the, the minister, the priest used to take that cup, drink it alone. And he drank everything that was inside because he said the scripture says drink all of it. And no wonder he walked as though he was heavily sedated afterwards. Uh, what the scripture meant was that simply means that all of you should drink it. Now hold your finger in Matthew 26, and, uh, and it's uh, even clearer here in, uh, in Luke, the 24th chapter. Let's turn over here, and I'll be just a few minutes here, but over in Luke, the 24th chapter. Uh, 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 as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Mark, I want a scripture in Mark before we go to Luke. In Mark chapter 14, I think it is, when, when uh, Jesus was having his, uh, 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 the, the supper with his disciples. Again, he says here in, uh, in chapter, uh, chapter 14 of Mark, in verse 22, he says, And as they did eat, Jesus took bread and blessed and break it, and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. 
and he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to, the, to them, says, drink, the, uh, and they all drank of it. Didn't say you drink it all up. He says they all drank of it. So when he says drink ye all of it, was not telling them to drink all that was in the cup. It simply means that every one of you should drink of it. And it's important for us to partake of the Lord's Supper. It's very important for us to partake because we are signifying that we are part of the blood and the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. We should never ever uh, isolate ourselves and uh, prevent from taking part and participating in the Lord's Supper. And uh, so breaking of bread, when they, they took and they, they were eating, uh, it appears as though they had supper before. Uh, that's why when the scripture says, when he had supped, uh, he took bread and break. And uh, so breaking of bread is not the Lord's Supper. Uh, it's uh, breaking the bread. They used to meet from house to house. Now, uh, uh, over here in the Luke, I think the 24th chapter of the Gospel of Luke is an account here when the disciples were meeting together again uh, in Luke 24. As a matter of fact, uh, in Matthew, the 26th chapter, before we go to Luke, uh, Jesus said here in verse, uh, verse 28, and that uh, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you in remission of sins. And verse 29 says, and I, But I say unto you, I will drink henceforth of this cup. I will not drink henceforth of this, the fruit of this vine until the day that I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. As a matter of fact, what he was telling his disciples, this was the last supper. Uh, this, was, uh, this is the time that I will drink it and I would not drink this uh, a cup again as the Lord's Supper. Uh, with you until I drink it anew again in the kingdom of God. Uh, but after he was resurrected over here in Luke, the 24th chapter of Luke, they gathered together and they were uh, breaking bread in Luke chapter 24 here and over in verse uh, 34. It says here, and uh, uh, when, when they were all gathered together and he, Jesus was risen, uh, he, he, uh, he had a time that he spent with his disciples and verse 30 says, and it came to pass as they sat at meat with them, as he sat at meat with them, as a matter of fact, they were having supper, they were eating a regular food, a regular meal. He says, as he sat with meat to them, he took bread and blessed it and break it and give to them. And their eyes were open uh, and they knew him that he had vanished out of their sight. As a matter of fact, there was only one way that Jesus used to break bread. A special way and their eyes were open because they were not aware that it was the Lord Jesus and he says unto them one another uh, did not our hearts burn as a matter of fact they were talking about him when they, they met him on the road to, to the Gabeus uh, uh, when he was uh, appeared to them he they said didn't our hearts burn you see when the Lord uh, speaks it's a different way he speaks when we receive a message in our midst and we have that lesson given to us and God has given us the lesson. It's a different way. It penetrates our hearts. It causes us to think differently and bring about a change in our own lives. And God must help us to understand that when our pastor and the minister gets up to give us the word of God. And especially at these times. I see communion time is Passover time. And that's not the only time that we should remember the death of our Lord Jesus. Uh, uh, you know what? I am not focused tonight 
alone and him dying. What my focus is on tonight is that he is not in the tomb. Uh, he is not dead. And we are not just moaning and crying because Jesus died. We are rejoicing because he was resurrected from the dead. And because he lived, we can live also. If we be risen with Christ, we need to seek those things which are above. The songwriter says, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever men may say, I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of tear, care. And just the time I need him. Have you ever been to that in that situation where your back's up against the wall and things seems to be going haywire and not in your favor? When the world seems to be collapsing around you and your prayer seems to hit the roof and it's not going any further. And then that moment you remember. See, these are times that we will remember the lessons that God has given to us. And these are encouraging lessons because we can focus back on those lessons and it will help us to get us out of that situation. Pull our minds out of that, that, that gutter and that, that way that we are in. And sometimes we may say that we are victims of the fall. Uh, we are so easily, no, no, we're not blaming the devil for our transgressions. No, we're not victims of the fall. Sometimes we make ourselves victims. What we have got is so powerful. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the blood of Jesus. We've got the name of Jesus that's all powerful. These are things that we can use to defend ourselves and protect ourselves. Because His grace is sufficient to keep us. You see the problem with Cain, what his problem was, is that not only his sacrifice was not what God wanted, but he left the presence of the Lord. And leaving the presence of God, going out of the presence of God is dangerous. And how can we go out of the presence of God? By disobedient, uh, disobeying the word of God and not keeping God's word in our hearts. You see, Jesus says, these, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But Jesus is not here tonight. He's not in this church physically uh, to give us the lessons that we are receiving. He has ordained his ministry. And he said, he says, uh, he says, I give you to his disciples in the ministry. I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you, uh, you remit on earth shall be remitted of my father in heaven. And so when we receive these lessons and the word of God, it's meant to bring about a change in our lives. These things should be hit in our hearts. Not only outwardly do we show that we are Christians, but it starts from the heart. You see, Jesus made a, a, a statement in, in, uh, in one of the Gospels when he was writing to the, uh, he was writing and he talked about the, the, the Pharisees. He says, you hypocrites. He says, uh, you, you may clean the outside of the platter, but inside is dirty. He says, you are like whited wash sepulchers, like tombs that are painted beautiful on the outside. But inward, internally, they were dead men's bones. You see, when I look at you and you look at me, you see the outward appearance. But that's not what God looks at. 
You see, we, as we say, we examine ourselves. We're not examining ourselves in the mirror, our physical mirror, and say, okay, my hairstyle is right. My appearance is right. My dress is right. We examine a mirror that would reflect the heart and the spirit that is inside. And so we need to cleanse on the inside. Jesus says, now are you clean through the words that I have spoken unto you. Now, if we take seriously the lessons we are getting here and we pay attention to what we are getting and we prepare ourselves for what we are getting, we are able to partake of the Lord's Supper. Not, we would not be counted unworthily uh, to do that, but we need to examine. Haggai, I think, says, he says, consider your ways. Paul was writing to the church at Corinth. He says, uh, he says uh, examine yourselves uh, to, to, de uh, to determine whether you are in the faith or not. I think also lamentation the uh, uh, Jeremiah wrote and he says he says let us search and try our ways and turn again unto the Lord and these past few weeks what have we done have we searched our hearts you see we it's important for us to know what we are planting if we plant love we will reap love if we plant mercy we will reap mercy no one of the scriptures says, for he shall have judgment without mercy, that it shall no mercy, for mercy rejoiceth against judgment. And so uh, the scripture tells us here in, in the second, second uh, John, I think it is, when John was writing the little epistle uh, of John, when he says, he said, look to yourselves. He's talking to the church. He says, look to yourselves, that you lose not those things which you have wrought, but that you receive a full reward it would be sad to know that i've gone to church for so many years attending church and uh, and all i'm doing is just attending and not changing but god looks down tonight on every one of us he sees the problems you have he sees the need that exists in your life he sees the burden that you carry he sees your obedience uh, to the word of god to his commandments and his precepts no wonder the scripture says, he says, uh, my son, forget not my law, but let your heart keep my commandment. The Pharisees and the, the Sadducees, what they did, they kept the commandments outwardly. And that is why Jesus called them whited walls, sepulchers. But Jesus says, he says, your righteousness must exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. They did not kill outwardly. They did not uh, uh, commit murder outwardly. They did not steal outwardly because they obeyed the commandments outwardly. But Jesus says, he says, it has been said, thou shalt not kill. But I say unto you that if you hate your brother in your heart, you are a murderer. So Jesus did not come to take away the law and the precepts. No, the law is holy. He came to establish it. And make it even harder for us. All we have to do is to think of evil. And we are guilty of that sin. So this is where we need God to help us in our minds. We need God to help us in our hearts. David says, thy word have I hid in my heart. That I may not sin against thee. And we need God to help us in every activity of our lives. Start somewhere. God sees the habits that you're battling with. He knows that. He, Jesus was touched with the very feelings of our infirmities. 
And he understands that all you need to do is to take your needs to the altar. He'll pick up the pieces, the song says, of a broken life. All tattered and worn. And, and sometimes we, we feel that we just can't make it. We try and we fail. And we try again and we fail. And the temptation is so strong that we get caught up with the temptation. You see, the problem is we need to take it to the Lord in prayer. The songwriter says, he says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. No matter how sinful you feel you are. No matter how uh, evil you feel you are. We need to take that. Confess it to the Lord in prayer. He says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our uh, sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. How, how, when last he says, Lord, I need you in my life. The more I look at uh, the God and his holiness, is the more I see my need for a closer walk with him. So Paul said here, and I'm closing with this in, in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. When he says here, he says, uh, uh, talking about the Lord's Supper, he says, uh, he says for, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped. That was supper. After he had supper, now when he had sipped, he's saying, This cup is the New Testament of my, in my blood. This do as oft as you eat it and drink this in remembrance of me. This every time we partake of the Lord's Supper. Every time we eat of that bread. And we drink of that cup. We remember the sacrifice our Lord Jesus made on the cross of Calvary. What a gift to receive. What a gift. Absolutely gift. For God so loved this world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, no matter what the color of your skin or your nationality is, whosoever believeth on him should not perish. You've got a chance. I've got a chance. We've got a fighting chance because we need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all of our hearts and all of our souls. Believe that he died for us. His blood was shed to redeem us. From our sins and to bring us salvation. We don't belong to the devil. We are not part of that. When, the, when Jesus says the prince of this world cometh. And hath nothing in me. He didn't say the prince of this world cometh and findeth nothing in me. No. When he said that he says he cometh and hath nothing. When the devil came to Jesus. There was not anything in his life that belonged to Satan. When the devil look at our lives, what does he see? Is he coming back because he's got part ownership in us? We should not allow him to have anything whatsoever uh, in our hearts that we belong to him. We should surrender our all to Jesus. We were bought with a price that was priced, but so precious than the blood of Jesus was shed for us. So tonight, uh, Paul says, he says, let us examine ourselves. He says, he went on to talk about it. He says, uh, he says uh, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, 
Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of this bread. And I thank God for this past week, as a matter of fact, the past months, that we have been doing that, examining ourselves. And we can feel that we feel that we, need, we know that we need a closer walk with the Lord. And what we're doing about it, we're asking God to help us to make the changes. Left to ourselves, we'll fail. We can't do it alone. Those nights that you sleep, lie down on your bed that you cannot sleep because the burden seems so heavy. And those individuals have lost loved ones and you feel you can't sleep because it's bothering you. You've got a bill to pay, but you're not, you don't know where that money is going to come from to pay those bill, bills. I'm telling you something. Give it to the Lord Jesus. Bring all your needs to the altar. Bring all your needs to the Lord. Those burdens that you carry, that load that you carry, that, that, that problem that you have, and that bill that you've got, and that child that you've got burden for, bring it to the altar. Put it before the Lord in prayer. He's going to lift that burden that you carry, and He's going to make your load lighter than ever, and begin to put those pieces back together. Oh, to, 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 to make a man complete, the song says, is just like my Lord. To give a peace so sweet, Regardless of the problems you've got, there's a sweet peace a child of God can experience in their hearts. He's just like my Lord. To take a man or a woman that's wrecked by sin, all messed up by sin, foot would slip and this, you tried to do the right thing and your foot would slip again. Take a man that's wrecked by sin and then he'll make him whole again. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve. What a wonderful Savior we serve. Tonight, we are a blessed congregation. We are a blessed people to understand that Jesus died for every one of us that's listening here tonight. And you are being set free. Free from your sins. Free from your problems. Free from your burdens. Free from iniquity. God is able to cleanse us from all of that if we would just ask Him to come into our lives and change us. He will do that for us. We are blessed tonight. We want to sing a chorus before we ask Brother John to come here tonight. And let's trust in the Lord for his help that he'll make a way for us. Amen. Praise God. appreciate these words that Brother Sam had covered and I'm so glad to be back in the house of the Lord certainly we miss Sister Chantry and uh, Brother Singh somebody say well oh they're just human beings they're beyond that they're the servants of the Lord that the Lord sent here Looking back over the September the 9th, September the 9th, 1979, I never forgot the time when I received a call from Brother Goodwin <clears throat> that he was sending Brother and Sister Singh here to help us and to establish, and he has proven himself over the years. Some will say, well, oh, he made mistakes. Well, everyone that ever lived 
except Jesus Christ made mistakes. And we see that uh, Adam, he was told that uh, when he sinned, dust shall be the serpent's meat. And uh, it's not the, the physical uh, flesh and blood, but it's what's in our heart and in our lives. And it takes God to bring us back to that, uh, that condition that we can uh, participate and, uh, and uh, <clears throat> share in what God has in his plan for those that the Father hath chosen. Jesus said that uh, all that the Father hath given me will come unto me and I will raise him up at the last day. You know, every line, every word in that verse brings a hope in my heart, brings a confidence. I'll never forget the time that the Lord touched my heart and uh, caused me to, to get on that journey that will end up in the coming kingdom. I believe that uh, he has chosen me and I am leaning on the precious words. You know, these scriptures, <clears throat> one of the lines of the word of God says, God is a great king, not just an ordinary little being, but he is a great king. And when I think about the worlds that are out there, our earth is so small. And then all the nations of the earth is like one drop of water in a bucket. So how big would that make me or the most educated? The most educated on the earth, their understanding is not even like the point of a needle. But God is a great king. And uh, what, he has, uh, what he has spoken through his son. And his son gave to the men that, uh, that <clears throat> he has raised up to deliver messages to us. For God so loved the world. Mm-hmm. We are not even like the point of a needle. The whole of Canada put together is not even like the point of a needle. And many right now, as I'm speaking, they think themselves so mighty and uh, think themselves so great and high and to be looked up to. But we have one, there is one that I know of, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And he has always uh, chosen vessels and to be chosen to be a part of the kingdom of God that is to be established on the earth. Lucifer was given this earth and he messed it up. He says, I will ascend above the clouds. I will be like the most high. No one can get anywhere unless God gives you the ability to, not to exalt yourself, but to give him glory to give him praise, to give him adoration, to believe what he says and, uh, and lay a hold of the things 
that he has uh, given unto us because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You may say, well, I'm clean, I'm better off that, than my, that sister or better off that, than that brother who made us better off. We are corruption. We are corruption. And when we draw our last breath, if they don't dig a hole in, or even burn you and put you in some corner, you're going to stink. But there is a promise that has been given to the redeemed of the Lord. You know, there is a day coming. Jesus said, if I go, I will come again. And he's not coming back to, uh, to die on the cross again. But uh, the same night in which he was betrayed, Paul says, the apostle Paul was not in that room, but Peter was there. John was there. Judas was there. James was there. Matthew, they were there. And uh, they, they sat and they never, they may never have grasped the depth of what was transpiring. They knew that this was the Christ. They knew that he, Jesus said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And uh, Peter said, thou art the Christ. And uh, Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my father, which is in heaven. And we, there was a journey that uh, started in his life, in their lives. And uh, coming to this time that they were commemorating the, uh, the, the, <clears throat> when Israel, the nation of Israel, left Egypt. It was be re being remembered. Naturally, when they were there, they were commanded to do certain things. It wasn't a request. It wasn't for Moses's, uh, 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 Moses's uh, uh, self alone, but it was for the whole nation. God was preparing to deliver his people from bondage for 400 years. They were in bondage. But uh, there is a limit to evil. There is a limit to everyone that uh, rebels against God. You may think, well, oh, the church is too hard and this, and, and you may have so much uh, to say. And we were commanded, examine yourselves if you be in the faith. For us to be sitting here is because God has loved us and we can throw away and regard what he is doing as, uh, as not uh, worth anything. Israel was given Moses at a, as that leader and when it was drawing close to the time when they were to leave Egypt God told Moses what Israel needed to do. And uh, I, I won't be giving a lesson because we've, we've had some beautiful lessons last Wednesday especially. But I have to look in a couple, a couple of verses of scripture in, in Exodus 12. The Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron 
in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. There is a starting point in, our, in each of us. There's a starting point. God uh, call you, and we bow our knees, and we, uh, all our sins would come forth, and we must, if we confess our sins, nobody else might know of what you've done wrong. God knows. He knows all the details. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us. We can't do it on our own, but we have to ask him. Cleanse us from not just one, but all. Cleanse us from all our sins. And it went on to say, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. And he said, speak unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, in the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the house be too little for the, for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your, your count for the lamb. And uh, your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it from the sheep. And I thank God for the, this, this verse means a lot to me. We are not Jews, but we are Gentiles. And uh, somebody back there might have been so cocky and say, well, oh, it's uh, God, God's people, is Israel alone. But God had told Abraham, you in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That includes the white, the Chinese, the Indian, the Negroes, everybody. But here is a beautiful example. If they should take, uh, take it from the sheep or from the goats. The goats were not left out in God's mind. And uh, I thank God we are included. Whether it be Jew, physical Jew or, or Gentiles. God, uh, it, it, it has been said there, it should be taken. If they never had, could, couldn't get a, a sheep, they could use a goat. That, that's uh, that's uh, God's direction. He left nobody else for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And uh, you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. In verse 7, they shall take off the blood and strike it on two side posts of the upper door uh, of the post. And it went on to say how they should eat and so on. But uh, God has not left the Gentiles out. But uh, we have seen many a times how he has reached out to the Samaritan woman. He reached out to the Queen of the South. He reached out to Cornelius, and he has reached out to us. 
And I thank God that as we come together, it says uh, it's not uh, to be, you should not be, uh, be, be, you pull yourself apart, but we should come together. Mm -hmm. Come together. If the house be too small, we'd, we have a congregation right here. And Everett, uh, next week, all being well, we'll be having, having a memorial of the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's something to be kept. We must keep it. Paul was not left out. I thank God that God, the same God that talked to Peter, talked to the apostles, he still reached out later on and raised up another vessel and he gave him full equipment. He says that I have received of the Lord. The same night, he wasn't there, but he got it from the one that covered every statement, every instruction. He got it from Jesus Christ himself. And he says that uh, I've delivered it unto you. And we heard that when he took bread, he broke it. And he gave to them. And then he gave, uh, got the cup, a type, his blood, that was there for our cleansing. You may say, well, oh, I missed God here or missed it there. Well, the blood is there to cleanse us. Confess our sins, and he will forgive us. And uh, as we uh, do help one another, come together as one. In, uh, in Exodus, it says, if the house be small, get the neighbor. That's your brother. It's not a foreign object. But it says they ought to come together and share it together from the goat and also from the sheep and Jesus took the cup and he drank from the cup and he gave it to all of them that were in that little room and he said drink you all of it and they all did and he says I will not drink it of, of you until I drink it anew in my Father's kingdom. We have the same op opportunity. Peter is dead, but there is a resurrection. There is a kingdom coming after. James is dead. Paul is dead. All of them. Abraham, where Jesus did say, he's going to drink it one more time. In my Father's kingdom. The kingdom is coming. It won't be Russia or America displaying their military powers, whatever. But he's coming back to resurrect those that have been redeemed 
by his precious blood and we were we have been admonished examine ourselves you may have things hidden that we don't know about and we don't really need to even know about it but there's a God that knows every detail and you may think you're the worst of the worst on the face of the earth but if he has chosen you from before the foundation of the world he's going to cause your heart to be touched by the precious words that he has given all scripture given by the inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be truly furnished in all things not with themselves but what God is giving for each one to cause us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might I am so glad yes, for this uh, promise I am so glad for this blessed hope mm -hmm. this hope that I am not ashamed of somebody will laugh at you let them laugh they may laugh for 50 years or a hundred years but when we accept the Lord examine ourselves and let his words cleanse us mm -hmm. let that blood cleanse us it will be everlasting not ending it's such a good more than just a feeling but it's such an assurance and I thank God for what he has been doing on our behalf we miss brother saying as I said earlier mm -hmm. we miss sister Chantry this physical body can really really get hurt and so on but beyond it all like all those in Hebrews 11 these all died in faith eventually we are going to go some might be alive the Lord comes back earlier but this body is going I cannot do things that I used to do 20 years ago or 40 years ago but there's one thing the precious word of God is helping me has helped me and is helping me and I believe as we submit to it we will reap the beautiful this good reward yes, Lord. Lord your covering your spirit will be there strengthen her I pray encourage her not just a feeling but that assurance will be on her continuously I pray thee cause her to oh God come out of this condition touch her in her body I ask of you as we leave from here tonight visit every home everyone that is listening Lord let them not be cast down but to embrace the precious things of God we give you the praise thou art worthy Amen Amen